can you believe that it's already like the the 26th or something like that's crazy i literally last night i was like doing the countdown and it's already january 26th i know that is insanity i do the countdown every month because i get a check on the first so you know Uh, and if you want us to get more checks hit us up for sponsorships <laughs> and that's know. all everything that the hell conversation was yep. leading up to was that it was all scripted it was all a payoff yeah my only note is work your way up to a sponsorship ask <laughs> so <laughs> we're on track you didn't even watch the movie or anything yeah no 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 i just want sponsorships bro we're on track though the, the- <laughs> The note is just any possible time that you could steer the conversation <laughs> towards us getting a sponsorship, do it. <laughs> Fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to tell you. So, like, I have this. This is just some crazy shit. The, probably the craziest shit that happened to me this week mm-hmm. was um, Brenda got a flat tire. Damn, uh, dude. Crazy. Wild, right? That is fucking crazy. <laughs> no. So, she got a flat tire. And for those of you that don't know, I've I've gotten three flat tires in the last eight months like where i just keep hitting nails wherever i go my tire sucks a nail up and it's it's flat (laughs) and i have to worry about dealing with that fucking stupid problem but brenda came over to get her christmas gifts like a a month ago and she i was like telling her about how i was cursed because i had just had to fix my tire and then like the next day she texted me she's like dude i think you passed your curse on to me because her like flat tire light came on Mm -hmm. so she came over here to to our guy to fix it and she told me that when he pulled off her tire he pulled three nails out of her fucking one tire like the same tire three nails in one tire and we were all just like how the fuck how did you get three nails in one tire how does that even happen it's probably been in there for a minute too (laughs) that's what i was gonna say like do you think that they were it was all in one go and she just happened to like pass through a like like a bed of nails uh, yeah or was it three separate incidents in which case how do you get three different nails three different times in in the the same same tire tire, that is yeah the odds are pretty fucking low but Those have probably been in there for a minute. Or, you know, it is fun to think about her just, like, driving and then all of a sudden, like, a nail truck in front of her, like, fucking (laughs) crashes and a whole bunch of nails are on the road. And she's like, oh, fuck. And then she, like, swerves. She drives, like, super fucking cool, like, Tokyo Drift shit through the nails, but catches three on accident. But catches all of them? (laughs) Yeah. I thought you were gonna say that her wheels are just made out of fucking metal now because the nails. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. That they were like, "Why do you have these like snow chains on?" <laughs> oh shit! That's just all the nails that are in your tires. <laughs> How did you get so many fucking nails? Anyways, I said that whole story is just so that you know, Goodyear, you want to sponsor us? You know, go <laughs> go for it. <laughs> yeah, six sponsorship. I'd take some free tires. Bucky Buchanan from Saratoga Tires. <laughs> Please send us some fucking tires. All right, let's get into this movie, Ocean's Twelve. Ocean's motherfucking twelve. The second, the second in the trilogy of Ocean. Yeah. When did you first see this movie? I don't even remember, honestly. I know I saw like all the Ocean's movies back in the day. Um, right. This one didn't stand out like the first one did for sure. So I'm not. Like, yeah, you said that this one was your like least favorite, right? I think so. It's like good, like entertaining. I mean, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's definitely not, like, as exciting to watch as the first one. 
it does kind of fall more so into that like like j- j- just j- just shut up just shut up just, just watch the fucking movie just enjoy the celebrities <laughs> being celebrities don't 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 think about it just shut up yeah stop questioning what's going on in this movie and just enjoy that that julia roberts is playing herself <laughs> and bruce willis <laughs> yeah and bruce willis like fucking fuck that guy he's coming up <laughs> in another category so uh, yeah like like i said last week the first time i saw these movies was uh in college just on my way to school i i saw oceans 11 and fell in love with it and was like all right well i need to see oceans 12 and i watched this movie and this is a super unpopular opinion because a lot of the the internet agrees with you where like this is kind of widely regarded as as the wackest of the trilogy this movie yeah. but this one's actually my favorite one like i was excited to get to this <laughs> week when we start, when we started doing oceans 11 last week it's just like super ridiculous and like just you know what it reminds me of this movie like when i watch it with the feeling that i get so the the nba all-star game is just like you know 24 of the of the league's best players all get together to play a game but it's like it doesn't mean anything like you don't get home court advantage or anything like that it's just them playing like a game Mm -hmm. so no one's really trying that hard because no one wants to get hurt at the all-star game because you know you still want to win a championship and stuff but everyone's everyone is uh, just like a supernatural like athletic freak so everyone's trying to do like the craziest shit in the game but no (laughs) one's really playing defense and no one's really trying so people will like pull up from like like half court just to see if they can hit this like half court shot or like someone will do like a sick but between the legs like 360 dunk or something like that and a lot of the times it doesn't work out like they'll blow the dunk or like they'll airball like the shot that they just took but sometimes the shit that they pull off in the game you're just like what the fuck like, this is an x-men like these these people are like actual superheroes and this movie kind of feels like that for me where it's like this movie just feels like a bunch of a-list celebrities being like you know what we're getting paid to do this let's just fucking make a movie about being heisters in in europe you know like who, who cares we're not gonna try that hard but it's gonna be dope some of the things that we pull off you know yeah it did feel like that just a whole bunch of fucking shit going on and you're like what the fuck like <laughs> yeah it's just like it's just brad pitt being like let me see if i can hit this like full court heave you know or like julia roberts being like i'm just gonna yam out real quick you know what that's the spinoff that i want for this movie just every the whole this whole cast playing a game of basketball but being like like super athletic you know just super raw julia roberts just dribbling through like three people <laughs> shoulder yeah, checking them crazy the ground. <laughs> yeah, like laying it up super clean she like fucking drives in too far so she's past the basket but she just does like a sick little turnaround like over the backboard Damn. shot and it's money mm-hmm. while pregnant fuck yeah dude <laughs> with the baby <laughs> with the baby in her other she arm. does she shoots the baby no she shoots the baby she's She's dribbling she the baby on the, the ba- floor. Oh, no. <laughs> Why is that baby so bouncy? <laughs> That's what everyone's asking. Hey, 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 why is that baby so bad? There's no cheering or Wait anything. a minute. Everybody's just confused in the stands. Like, what the fuck is happening right now? Why? How does she not that she's that dribbling? They're not. They're not like. They're not horrified that she's dribbling the baby, yeah. but they're horrified at how bouncy it is. <laughs> There's you something know? wrong with that baby. Not the. I would not love the fact to see her getting bounced against the ground though. <laughs> I would love to see her do like a sick like dribble move and then lob up the baby just so that Bernie Mac comes out of nowhere and grabs it out of the air and just slams it through the fucking rim, dude. That would be sick. But before she, God, she I wish does I like could... a little like between the legs, but like switching legs really fast with each like dribble with the <laughs> <Yeah>. baby. 
<laughs> just like fake somebody Dude. out and breaks their ankle. Probably like Scott. Yeah, I wish I could. Fuck him. Just kidding. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could draw or like if you can draw, it's it send us fan art of. <laughs> there's a very famous picture of Dwayne Wade and LeBron James like do like pulling off this alley oop dunk, but please switch it so that it's Julia Roberts as Dwayne Wade and Bernie, Bernie Mac as LeBron James, and the basketball is just a baby. <laughs> oh my god please send that to us so anyways all that being said nba if you want to sponsor no i'm just kidding um <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, this is my favorite movie out of the trilogy because it's honestly just the director steven soderbergh being like look i'm already in cooperstown with oceans 11 i'm this is all just like house money i'm just gonna see how far i could push the envelope you know what i mean mm-hmm. Like, how much in my bag can I be before it's too much? Because there is some some things in this movie where you're like, all right, dude, like, now we're getting, like, now we're just getting wacky with the shit that you're trying to pull, you know what I mean? And it, like, goes a little too far. Yeah. But I like that it does that. Like, it's not afraid to just be like, how how in my bag can I be before it's too much? <laughs> yeah, some um, of the shit, like, when it happens, you're like, oh, okay, really? Yeah, that like, happened. oh, now her dad is just Lamarck at the end? Like, <laughs> there, there was, like, almost zero buildup to that. Like, what what are you talking about oh i thought they said something earlier uh, in, the, in the film they did like it was like it was like one line you know but it like kind of it didn't feel like emotionally earned at least for me i don't know like that yeah or not even not that it didn't feel emotionally earned but it was like we don't need to even have that in the story like you're just trying to shove too much shit into this calzone you know <laughs> yeah dude you can't have too <laughs> this full movie of a calzone. calzone that's not even a saying i don't even know why i said that it's okay you can't have too much shit in it and you're absolutely <laughs> right or, yeah, now you, that can we make that a saying? Now you're just trying to put too much shit in your calzone, buddy. Yeah. Your movie calfo- it's calzone. It's kind of like being getting a little too full. <laughs> it's like being too big for your britches, but <laughs> hey, your calzone's getting kind of full there, buddy. You bit you need to calm down. <laughs> like um, Matt Damon or Linus's mom just being the fucking <laughs> yeah. Like, like uh, oh, by the way, I'm here and I'm breaking all of you out. <laughs> yeah like complete day ex machina of just like what like now (laughs) she's just gonna come out of nowhere and save you but but that's what i'm talking about like this movie never really has like it has stakes but you never really feel like they're not gonna get out of it you know like you know that they're gonna pull some shit off at the end Mm -hmm. did you want to get straight into the categories sure or did you have anything else to say about this how about how you fucking hated this remarkable achievement in cinema i didn't even hate it i just uh (laughs) Fuck you, man. You just don't even feel enough either way to yeah, like. I'm just, I'm have not a, you were just like, it. I didn't even really hate it that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, it was, it was, it was good. This movie, this movie had such a little impact on me that I'm, <laughs> you could say anything right now and I'd be, I'd be like, yeah, for sure. And I literally just watched it too. It's not like I forgot about it. I, it's, it's burned into my brain. But... This movie is an allegory for Nazi propaganda and you're just like, yeah, I mean, like. I saw it burn into my brain in a real adequate way. (laughs) It kind of was like, here's a little impact. And I was like, oh. It had a start, beginning, end. You know, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Five random questions that are tangentially related to the plot. I have six. I was trying to cut it down to five. I was was like like eight, but I cut it down to six. So number one, and this is the most important question. This is the question that I always think about when I see this movie. How bad do you think Scott Kahn feels going into this movie being like, dude, I shaved my head. I look fucking good. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be the shaved head guy. It's going to be fucking dope. And then Brad Pitt just walks in and also Also has a shaved head and you're 
like, dead. what the fuck, dude? This is the most gorgeous man that has ever lived in, like, the history of the world. Uh, seriously. Like, you're just being completely upstaged by Brad Pitt with the shaved head thing. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and now you're just the second guy. He really thought he was doing something. I don't care if Scott Kahn did it first. Yeah. yeah. I don't care if Scott Kahn thought he or did it first and Brad Pitt saw it and was like, you know what? I want to shave my head, too. Let's work that into the movie. No, we're still giving the Scott Kahn is in, the credit yeah. to, to Brad Pitt. Fuck him. Fuck Scott Kahn. Scott Kahn is just the other guy with the shaved head. He's not the shaved head guy anymore. So how you bad do you like, think Scott walk, Kahn feels? You think they walked on the set and they were like, oh, you, you, got, a, you got a shaved like head Spider-Man too? Like Spider-Man meme? And then, yeah, like that. And then he was like, bro, I fucking posted it on Facebook like two days ago. What the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I know. I just thought it would look good. I thought it would look better on me. No. He just alphas him and then walks away. Yeah. And I thought I my my thinking was that it happened on set where Scott Cotton walked on like the first day of filming and Brad Pitt saw it and was like, fuck, that's a good look. And I know I'll pull it I'll pull it off better than him because I'm Brad Pitt. So staring him in the eyes, never once blinking, never once breaking eye contact, just like is shaving his head in front of Scott Cotton. And you can see the fear. Yeah, you can see the fear in his eyes. Just (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You can see in his eyes just the fear of like, oh my god! With every stroke of the razor, he's looking he better and more better. Beautiful. You, know? <laughs> you think it was like revenge based? Like Scott Conn like <laughs> uh, took his oh, parking spot what? or something? Something oh, shitty? Oh yeah, and he, probably. He huh? like watched him get out of his car in his parking spot with a shaved head, and he was like, you know what, motherfucker, and just shaved it like <laughs> walking up, staring at Scott Conn the whole time. <laughs> These all these movies take on a whole like a different just they're in a whole new light if you consider that Brad Pitt turns into like you know those like like psycho um those movies where it's like a psycho receptionist that falls in love with her boss and now she's like stalking him mm-hmm. or they, or he's stalking her and like just trying to be with her and like trying to take down her her wife and like breaking into their house and wearing the wife's like lingerie and just crazy shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Those kinds of movies, that was happening behind the scenes on these movies where Brad Pitt is just like this psychopath that doesn't even sleep. <laughs> he just stares at Scott Kahn the whole time and the whole time he's just like... He's in the window of his It's trailer, that episode of I Think You Should it. Leave where the guy's like... Um, <laughs> Like I'm gonna the, embarrass the you now guy? or whatever. No, no, the one where oh um, yeah, the gay they're, the, they're at like the a party. party. <laughs> yeah, 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 the gay couple. Yeah, I'm gonna embarrass you now. He's like, oh fucking babysitter was late. Fucking stupid bitch really fucked us. <laughs> they're like, what happened? And he's like, you know, she she ran some people over with her car, <laughs> but the police said they didn't matter. No, they said that they didn't matter. <laughs> so stupid. They're just like oh not even God, people. Dude, fuck it. <laughs> That's Brad Pitt. That's Brad Pitt and Scott Conn is the normal guy. It's just like, dude, I'm just trying to like. He's like, what? They're not even. What are you talking about? He's like, if you fucking ask me about this again, I'm going to fucking kill you. Scott Kahn is that guy, and he's just trying to do a good job. And Brad Pitt's like, "No, dude, you took my park. You took my parking spot. I'm gonna just make this a living hell for you for this entire trilogy." <laughs> hey, everybody, who looks better with a shaved head? <laughs> <laughs> just shitting on him publicly as much as he can. <laughs> oh my god, dude! You know that wig that I was wearing at the beginning of the movie before when I ran away from Catherine Zeta Jones? Can we just give it to Scott Kahn? Like, cause clearly this is not working for him right guys everyone i look better why right? I, I look way better and scott Conn's just crying god damn 
how like insane is it that Rusty is like already spent all of his money in three years and owes an a further six million dollars? <laughs> and the way he like the way he like is smiling when everyone's like, Oh, I'm light nine or I need eight eight million, you know, or whatever, whatever. And then just from the back, he's like smiling. Mm-hmm. His gorgeous Brad Pitt smile, not a stupid George Clooney like smirk. He's uh-huh. smiling and he's like, I need twenty five million and everyone's just like, What the fuck, Rusty? Like, goddamn, <laughs> like, hotels. <laughs> man. excellent dude he's just so badass his character he's just like look yeah, man doesn't give a fuck i don't know what to tell you i bought 17 fucking cars all right next question how does rusty not look through the peephole before he opens the door on Catherine zeta jones's character you know when she makes danny and and yen and stuff where she like knocks on the door as they're planning oh, yeah. the heist he just walks up to the door and opens it who does that in a hotel yeah ever? like yeah especially if you're planning like one of the greatest heists <laughs> of all time you know you what i mean like especially if you're that's, plan- that's responsible for 190 million dollars worth of theft in one room yeah and he just opens the door and is like oh hey Catherine zeta jones this is danny this this is Yen. This is Frank C. Like, blew it, dude. He almost, yeah, he or really unless they were did. like, that's what they were planning the whole time. You never know with these people. Maybe. I like that he like opens the door and then just immediately slams it in her face. Like, doesn't say anything or anything like that. Like, he's just like, oh, <laughs> fuck, it's my Interpol ex girlfriend who's <laughs> definitely out to get me. Whoops. <laughs> Next question Is Rusty's name Robert, or is that a fake name that he gave Catherine Zeta Jones? Because she calls him Robert the entire movie. I don't. He probably just gave her a fake name. Actually, you think so you don't think Rusty's no, a, that's, a nickname. Actually, yeah, that might be his real name. Ooh. So and she is so FBI, part, so she probably does know his real name anyways. Exactly. So part B of the question: Why is Rusty's nickname Rusty? I don't know. It sounds like something he picked up when he was a kid, or maybe like Danny. Oh, okay, gave that's it to a him. lot more family friendly than I than I was thinking. <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> it just definitely sounds sexual, you know, like. He's either super into like rusty fish hooks or rusty trombones. <laughs> like that's almost definite. Like you can lock that in. Oh, uh, you need to. Right? Are you, are you pent up over there? Because my mind didn't go <laughs> sexual at all. <laughs> you need. To... How do you not hear the word rusty and think of sexual things? That's what I want to know. I don't you know. know. Actually, immediately. I think my dad had like a friend growing up named Rusty, so <laughs> I've always associated it with that. That guy probably loved Rusty Fishhook. He was probably growing up just Rusty Fishhook and his parents and shit. <laughs> oh. like, I was going to say, if your name is Rusty, is it because you like giving people Rusty Fishhooks or because you always get Rusty Fishhooks? Oh. You know? Maybe they were just all doing it to each other. Oh, like a like a human centipede of, of <laughs> rusty, rusty fish hooks. Yeah. Oh God, Lord. That's what they had for dessert. Uh, next question: If we started our own heist crew, this movie kind of shows you that these guys are like the best of friends, but like they don't they go for like years without talking to each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they can't really be associating with each other. There's people looking for them. Mm-hmm. If we started our own heist crew and we pulled off a heist. There might be stretches of time where our only contact is Rocket League games. Are you prepared for this reality? I mean, that's kind of been a reality at some points this year. <laughs> I'm not too mad. It's like at a whole it. year. Yeah, you're right. We still get you're to right. talk, or can we? Yeah, can yeah, we? Uh, yeah, you know what? You're right. Can we still like use Discord? Like, uh, we can still talk yeah, to each it. other. Who cares? Yeah, you know, as long as you have a VPN or something. Yeah, we'll you know, just both have to get NordVPN. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't then we'll start hawking express vpn so check me yeah so. whoever reaches to us first 
This is you definitely want to sponsor this show, obviously. So just uh, discuss it amongst yourselves. We'll be taking offers all week. And then the last question that I have is: Is Danny into testicular torture? Um, wait. Based on? I'm just wondering. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, <laughs> so at the end of the towards the end of the movie, when everyone's arrested, and then Linus's mom comes and springs them all loose. Mm-hmm. Danny is in a car with Tess, and Tess is like pissed off and is like punching him in the arm and like trying to slap his face and saying like This is for making me pretend to be Julia Roberts. Oh yeah, and, like okay. this is for me, like whatever, whatever. Yeah. And the whole time he's like has like a serious face, like Alex, stop punching me. Like this is not like cool. I'm sorry. And then she goes to like elbow his dick and balls and like actually kind of gets it. And only then does he smile and he's like, oh, oh, oh like, <laughs> calm down there. Yeah, he's you know? like, wait till we get back home. <laughs> so, he you know, might... obviously my thought is, is he into testicular torture? Yeah, probably. And that's obviously <laughs> the first conclusion you should make. <laughs> Good on you. Well, there you have it, folks. Testicular torture and rusty fish hooks. Mm-hmm. Basically the gist of the that's movie. That's the name of my band, actually. <laughs> nice. All right, top five scenes. I kind of cheated with this one. Uh, I have six again, but I'll just go ahead and rip them off. Anything I don't want to see list, same as usual. Number one, the opening scene where Brad Pitt gets home and Catherine Zeta-Jones is in her bed. How was your day? It was great. We had a big breakthrough in the Bulgari case. Really? Mm-hmm. We found a boot print. A really good one. The left heel was worn way down. Huh. That's a good lead. I know. You found a hair. A hair? Wow. It's at the lab. So hopefully by noon tomorrow, we'll find out his DNA, what kind of conditioner he uses, if he streaks his hair, if he has dandruff, everything. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. You know, having those extra men really paid off. Oh, you're just being modest. Are you coming to bed, baby? I'm just going to have a shower. Don't let me keep you up. like taking off his shoes and she's telling him about how they have like they finally have a lead on a job that she's been trying to trying to crack mm-hmm. and she goes like yeah we found a like a nice boot print he has like a really worn down left heel or something like that and brad pitt is looking at the boot his own boot that has a worn down left heel and then he goes into the bathroom and is like fuck and she's like talking to him about how they also found a hair and he's like oh you did the and then she's like yeah so we'll have his dna uh we'll tell we can find out what kind what kind of conditioner he uses if he streaks his hair if he has dandruff <laughs> as he's like looking at all of his hair products across from him in the bathroom and then just like being like all right well like i'm going to shower now and like closes the door and just chops out the just window like it's just like oh fuck like this <laughs> this is uh you know this is a lost cause and just dips <laughs> He could have waited the night. Like, (laughs) you think so? I maybe like at least taken an actual shower and like changed his clothes and shit. (laughs) At least take an actual shower before before you hop out the window. You know? Yeah. And he also hops out of the window without his shoes on because he left his. I know. I was just in the like room with her. Like, at least put your fucking shoes back on. Oh, I thought he was taking his boots off in the 
bathroom. No, he takes them off in like this chair in the room with her, and then oh. like kind of tucks them a- un- behind the chair, and then runs into the bathroom and jumps out the window. Which I mean, like you can't really do anything else. Like you need like a head as f- much of a head start as possible, you know. So you can't really take a shower and then hop out because that's like what thirty yeah, minutes that you could have. You know, the whole movie, I was like, actually, one of the tangentially related questions that I was going to have is, do you think she knew that it was him? Like, as she was saying all the shit and just like was toying with him and being like, I got you, motherfucker. Like, I'm definitely going to no arrest you well later on in the movie um they meet up again and she's like you know i knew it was you the whole time oh um (laughs) and he's like uh he's like yeah and then she and then she says something like so this is the crazy part right this is why i like this scene a lot is that she she says like she kind of says like you know i knew it was you the whole time like why did you run away or whatever and he's like or how come you never told me or how come what something like that like how come you didn't break up with me if you knew that i was chasing you Mm mm-hmm and he's like, I don't know, I just didn't want it to end. And then she says, you assumed it would. Which oh. is like, so ride or die, dude, that she was like, she that she was, was like, dead. look, I know it's you. I know it's you 100%, but like, I'm going to I'm gonna f- smudge a little bit so that we arrest this other guy over here or whatever, you know? Damn, dude. She's a little dirty. Which, exactly, a little, little spoiler, that's definitely be. making it in the... Uh, that's definitely making it in the That Was Kind of Hot Award, you know, just being so <laughs> ride or die for like a master thief. Yeah. When you're like when the you're the worldwide catches. police, you know? <laughs> yeah. The one that specializes in master thieves. I also really like the scene because it like immediately ups the stakes, you know what I mean? Because now Rusty's wanted by Interpol. As soon as he hops out of that window, you know, like whatever heist that this crew is gonna pull off is gonna have to be good enough to evade Interpol. You know what I mean? Like when you're watching the movie, you're like, yeah. shit, well, I guess this is like now he's behind the eight ball in this movie. He's not just like being like suave, rusty, you know? Mm-hmm. The next scene that I have is the introduction of everyone. Let's talk about something really important. I can't find a restaurant for tonight. Well, we'll stay in. Really? Mm. Right. I'll cook. No, I'll cook. You talk. You want me to talk? Mm-hmm. Words and everything. That's what they make flowers for, you know. Oh, no, Danny. What is it? Tess? What's wrong? Uh, there's, um, there's water in the basement and the pilot light is out. Hang up. So this is kind of a long one because, like, I included, they did, like, a really smart thing in where they, they, like, merged Terry Benedict threatening all of them to set up the whole plot of the movie with everyone's introductions because it, it like it could have been easy to just introduce everyone and have like a montage of everyone's life and then a montage of of terry going to all of them which kind of would have been repetitive you know what i mean so to introduce everyone at the time that he's going to threaten them i thought was really smart but you have you have danny talking to the bank manager under an assumed name like about safety deposit boxes and going like you know uh i was once in a vault that was being robbed and the banker goes like well that must have been quite an experience and then he like leans back with like a total yeah i was the robber though <laughs> kind of smile it was and he just like goes like yeah yeah, or whatever. Um, <laughs> Not guilty at which, all. Which spoiler? He's he's in a fir- he's in a future category because of that. 
And then, so then it cuts to Danny and Tess talking on the phone while he's in that jewelry store. And I like that he, where she's like, what are you doing now? And he's like, just casing a jewelry store. And then like, looks at the, at the worker like, no, I'm not. Or whatever. (laughs) She was probably like, oh, this guy's so fucking charming. Like he has such a, like, his wife must be so lucky, but he's definitely like actually casing that. Yeah. He's actually fucking trying to rob it. (laughs) Just making it sound fucking cool when he says it. Yeah. Probably Um, smirking too, motherfucker. I like too that. Like, so during that scene, Terry Benedict shows up um, at the house. And I like that they have that code where she's like, the there's water in the in the basement and the pilot light is out uh-huh. which means which just means like terry benedict is here yeah it's so cool that they have like a little like code word that like they've actually thought this whole life out you know what i mean mm-hmm. like one day terry's gonna come back and when that day happens like you need to you need to like you know whatever but he never goes to see her he like immediately that code is like code for let's get the gang together and fucking figure this shit out <laughs> not oh my wife might be in danger let me go visit her he doesn't give you know a what fuck. I mean? fuck yeah he's like all right <laughs> We have $190 million. <laughs> it's all in my name also, so you could take that. I know. They, we are um, calling this Ocean's Eleven, so. <laughs> Not Tess's Eleven. Yes. Fuck it. Fuck Tess. That's what he says. The last thing that I wanted to say about that that scene is that um I like it because it so the stakes are already upped by Rusty being wanted by Interpol, right? And then we up it even more because you know Terry Benedict's a fucking piece of shit that's gonna kill all of them. Yeah. So it's like it immediately ups the stakes and then it the whole rest of the movie is Danny like also not in c- complete control, you know? At least that's what you assume. Mm-hmm. I like that the f- the first movie is like oh we're oceans 11 and we always know what the fuck's going on and everything is planned to a t and like we're so in control of everything and then in this movie it's like oh by the way now you owe even more money than you stole and and like you better have it in two weeks so it's kind of them scrambling it's a a different take on the characters you know what i mean everyone's reacting to this pressure now versus just being cool heisters you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) sorry i i I fucking love this movie all right i have a lot to say about it um that's fine with me because i fucking hate it i'm just kidding (laughs) because i am so not moved by this movie (laughs) so after you get introduced to danny and tess the next scene is you have Turk and Virgil at Casey Affleck's wedding, at Virgil's wedding. Interesting that they're not, like, close anymore, you know? Some falling out happened where now Turk is at the far end of the table, doesn't even get thanked by Virgil at the yeah, wedding. Yeah, doesn't even get um, mentioned, and he knew everybody else. He knew, like, exactly people's girlfriends and shit, neighbors. By name and everything, and then... And then Turk is about to be like, uh, hold on a second. I have, like, some shit to say about whatever the fuck's about he's about to say. And then just like a, a cane comes out of nowhere and Terry just fucking takes over the whole scene is like, Oh, I'm sorry, but stand up. You're gonna have to tell up. your wife. That, yeah. You're gonna have to tell your wife and all the lovely people here that, uh, you're not going to Disney world, bro. Sorry. Or whatever. <laughs> like what a dick move, you know, like you really have to get the whole family involved in shit. Like you don't need to tell them anything, you know, do they, I think if they all ganged up on those two twins and Terry Benedict, they could have fucked them up. <laughs> like if, at, if Dirk and Virgil were at least like, Scott Con, uh, Casey attack. Affleck, and maybe like some like two other people, they could have fucking <laughs> like maybe one would have caught a bullet or something. I don't know what those guys are packing, but <laughs> fuck that! You don't walk into my fucking my yeah. Room. If I was like the daughter of, or the father of the bride, if I was the daughter of the father of the bride. If I was the father of the bride, I would have been like, um... <laughs> you really got... That was the most convoluted <laughs> fucking... <laughs> if I was the... Uh, on the paternal side of the daughter of the father of the bride, and 
um, I was paying for the wedding, and also I <laughs> helped create that daughter. Then, and I took a DNA test, and I'm also uh, one eighth the mother of the uh, of the husband of the of bride. <laughs> oh, and actually, I do. I did just get my cert to become the cousin of the father of the daughter of the cousin of the bride. So, <laughs> you know. The point being, you know, <laughs> I would have definitely sicked on uh, on Terry in that scene. I would oh not yeah, have like don't fucking walk in here with your cane. Yeah, did he? Did he your... even say anything? Did anybody say anything? No, everyone was just like, uh, um, yeah. Oh, uh, what's happening? You know me. I probably would have gotten up and been like, "What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Who get the fuck? Out? This is a private party." You don't even need that cane, you stupid fucking asshole. You're just walking around with a stick. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, your cane's on the table right now. Shouldn't it be on the ground supporting you, you fucking loser? What, what year and is your it? sunglasses are stupid, dude. <laughs> yeah. you, you need way bigger sunglasses. God and really, it, like... really big beefy twins as your bodyguards. Can you get more cliche? <laughs> what is this, a fucking cartoon? And you're still with that fucking Widow's Peak slick back jet black <laughs> hair. Like, it's been three years, bro. You could switch it up every now and then. I, I wish, I think you should leave uh, was more like mainstream. Because if anybody listens to this, they're like, what the fuck are these like references they're making? If anyone listens to this, they listen to, or they've seen. They've seen it. Um, <laughs> they've seen, it, I think you should leave. And if you haven't. Fucking unsubscribe from us right now. Don't go watch it. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, and if you haven't, go watch it, but <laughs> no, you know I'm on board you're now. You're no I'm longer allowed to listen to us. I'm back bandwagoning on this idea. <laughs> it's on Netflix, though. For real, go watch it. It's yeah, the funniest fucking shit. And it's, it's like little fifth, what, every, like 20 minute episode? Yeah, yeah. It's just, just like a bunch of different weird skits. ass skit. But the references on for that show are going to be high for the rest of our lives. So yeah. if you want to be in the know, you know. Dude, imagine. And if you want to sponsor two. us, I think you should leave or Netflix. Go ahead. Go right ahead. <laughs> a Netflix sponsorship? Imagine. So then next you have Yen fighting with his girlfriend in his Miami home. And it is like just completely full of empty alcohol bottles everywhere. So for the last three years, this guy just bought a dope ass mansion in Miami and has just, just been fucking <laughs> like, yeah, just shit faced for three straight years, dude. Like just for like hot ass, like Miami girls all over him, just drinking all the time. That's mm-hmm. a, that seems like a good life, dude. Do you think they're with him because like all the money he has the money, or because he's like a just fucking crazy in bed because he's like a contortionist and shit oh he's shit doing i don't just know some gnarly shit that everybody's heard about it or he was like he did a little stint as like just for fun as like a male like exotic dancer and was doing yeah, all sorts of sure, crazy dude. like oh he he aerial... could work the pole for sure yeah yeah, yeah. he's he working was, the pole in the first movie he was doing like aerial pole play exactly yeah yeah so he's doing some crazy shit he's like 30 feet up in the air you know miami like you know you got some fucking like uh, like cuban music on and he's just getting into <laughs> cuban music in like a speedo and then like for sure he actually like got a really like big stripper pole installed in his house and he had like a bunch of like miami strippers just come through that's how he but, like, gets up to the second story it, <laughs> <laughs> he's, she, but like she takes like, the stairs and he's like i'll be right there and then just like fucking does some crazy spinny shit up but cheek only though like he like like he's shimmies <laughs> up not, with his I'm ass even gonna, <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
he's holding two bottles of alcohol. <laughs> just shimming up with his ass cheeks. With his, yeah, like like one at a time, you know, like they they like one goes over the other, just shimming, yeah. just like, oh, no. like little hands crawling, like yeah. grabbing. Yeah. <laughs> he's gotta hold keep the drinks, dude. <laughs> I was picturing I was him like that, holding uh, the alcohol and like just clenching his ass cheeks together and then like zipping like, up j- no like like heaving his whole body upwards while he unclenches a little bit and then clenching <laughs> oh. when he gets a couple inches higher you know <laughs> he's just like <laughs> continuously doing that up the top. but i, no, I really it's, it's like, like his ass one continuous just like like fist over fist kind of thing but with the butt cheeks like left right left right left uh-huh. right left right you know that, what i mean that's way better <laughs> So it's crazy that they like include that in this like introduction scene. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of. Uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, this is where these fucking people have gone, <laughs> and then you see Bernie <laughs> Mac just get, getting his nails done, living the life. No, Still it's, it's crazy when you. It's crazy when you whatever. see when you see Terry Benedict walk into the house and Yen is butt cheek walking up his his pole. That happens in the movie. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> He's like, you owe me some money, and he's like, oh, hold on, let me come down real quick, and he butt cheek walks down the pole. Uh, <laughs> Terry Benedict's he's, no, like, he's there's like, some stairs right there. He's, he's like, three yeah. quarters of the way up, but when he sees Terry Benedict, he goes like, <laughs> he like kind of gasps, and he like loses like hold of the pole, so he falls. What if he spun around it like with his ass cheek, just holding it, and he's like, he did like a really graceful like spin like all the way arms down, arms out, kind of like mimicking yeah, flying, like yeah. how ballerinas do, <laughs> and like gingerly his toes touch the ground and then like land like a disney princess <laughs> from his budgies only <laughs> oh my god dude i wish that that was part of like the heist like all right yen yeah, your grease man is up you're gonna have to do this with <laughs> uh terry benedict goes to like slap him with the cane and he catches it with his butt cheek one of them <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? He just goes like, Whoosh, "I'll get you your money." <laughs> oh my god! Dude. Could you imagine if he had Linus's skills, but with his butt cheek, he just was always pulling pulling wallets off of people on the subway, but with, with his, his butt cheek? cheek. <laughs> Would he and have no to wear like seen. assless chaps? Yep. Like, why the fuck is this guy walking around in assless chaps on the subway? <laughs> and you still don't notice that he took it, your wallet out of your like coat pocket. Does that mean his ass cheek says have fingers, or is it like a cartoon <laughs> scenario where like you really don't need anatomically it's... correct hands to like grab shit? It's like a flubber kind of like ditto scenario, <laughs> you know. It could take the form of anything he wants. To do. <laughs> yeah. He takes the form of Matt Damon's hand. <laughs> His butt cheeks are actually. <laughs> oh. 
his butt cheeks are actually the like sentient part of him and the rest of it is just like a husk like when like <laughs> like when butterflies like or like caterpillars like you know have like look on their body look like they're like a like <laughs> yeah, owl like or eyes, something yeah. You know? yeah yeah the rest of his body is just to make him look human <laughs> but yeah, he's really just like an in. alien ass cheek <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I, I wish I saved this for how would I fit into the story <laughs> slash what I want to. My face hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So then you so you have Yen at his Miami mansion, and then you see Frank C, you already mentioned it. He's getting completely pampered at his own nail salon. Just like how much how much stories? Yeah, dude. Just like I pay these like people to work for me. They're gonna listen to the shit that I wanna say, you know? <laughs> Do you think they he was they were being forced? Or he's just charming uh, enough for them to be, like, all over him on purpose. I don't know, because when, when he was talking, I was like, fuck, like, I could listen to, to him tell yeah, stories same. about anything the whole time, you know? That's so, what I was going to say. I was like, above. oh, I'm down, I'm down with this story, kind of. Yeah. And it, like, <laughs> it stopped, and I was like, oh, god damn it. How much do you think it was because he really wanted to, like, start his own business and, like, and like actually have a business of making nails? And then how much of it do you think it was just him wanting to, like, just always have really nice nails, you know? <laughs> he probably, and he's like, when he came up with it, he was like, hmm. I need a cross over here. Like I need a, <laughs> I need something that is effective in multiple on multiple fronts. He's like, yeah, like just... I'm literally spending so much money on getting my nails done every time that it, this way at least it'll pay for itself, you know. <laughs> uh, and then you have Basher in his studio. I think this is the sickest of like the catching up to everyone scenes. Like Basher just got a studio and now he's just trying to like produce like yeah. like good music. You know, that's so tight. Um, that is, yeah. I'm down. With with it. you know what he he kind of grew on me in this one, but yeah, I mean he doesn't speak as much in this one, so it's not as glaring, you know. <laughs> yeah, but he's but still even killing it, it with that accent. Even when he did talk, like his accent did get a little better in this one. I feel like yeah, kind of. yeah, he it did. Yeah, it, it like wasn't so, it wasn't like, so like abrasive. Cartoony. Yeah. So then after uh, Basher in his studio, you get Matt Damon in his car, or in Terry's car, just being boring as fuck, dude. Like, not even doing anything. Just, like, being like, oh, don't tell my mom and dad. Like, yeah. just, God, just boring as fucking dude, shit. He, God damn it, Matt Damon. I know. I When I was watching this, I was literally getting excited just to talk shit about him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh man! Well, the this is your time. first chance. There'll be other chances later no, in the recording, but this I is just your first don't chance. even. I don't even know like specifically what the fuck pissed me off. I think it might just be the fact that his name's Matt Damon. <laughs> but no, but how very I know it, like uh, like aware of you being like I don't even know what the fuck <laughs> pissing me off, but I know that I'm pissed off. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty in tune with my emotions as far as knowing <laughs> what emotions are happening. God, dude. Where they come from is a mystery. <laughs> no, but he, I don't know, this whole fucking, like, just kind of, like, nerdy little, like, skittish. Yeah, it's like, just fucking... the way he's like, well, I'm ready to take a bigger role. Like, God, yeah. shut up. Hey, You're not... um, 
Dude, what am I, that's one of my favorite parts of the movie when Brad Pitt just goes <laughs> yeah, like, on the what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> that would have been me, dude. If you wake me up from a nap anywhere, I'm going to fucking... I'm like mean to my girlfriend on accident in the mornings. And then afterwards, I'll have to be like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, like One time we went to bed really late and she woke me up. And I literally said twice, I was like, does the clock say AM on it? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, you're so dramatic. And I was like, does it say AM? Okay. I need to, I need to fucking know. <laughs> I was like, why would you think it was okay to wake me up right now? <laughs> then after we're like 10 minutes later, I was like, I'm so sorry about that. I, uh, I, need, I need to watch that. So then after Matt Damon, you have uh, Saul faking an English accent in East Hampton. Like, do you think that's for a con, or he's just like, I'm just, I'm fourteen million dollars rich. I'm definitely just gonna do this for fun. Maybe honestly, that does sound kind of fun. Just being a fucking like like millionaire. a posh British like, <laughs> yeah, and then just going over and pretending you're yeah some like royalty. And in one scene, but, like, having the cars and shit to back it up. Exactly, dude. In one scene, completely blows Basher's accent out of the water, dude. <laughs> like this, this is how you do an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> do you think when they were filming that Don Cheadle was in the back like oh fuck <laughs> oh, Don Cheadle turned into the Scott Con of shaved heads but for English accents <laughs> <laughs> he's like well I, I did that first <laughs> and then, uh, what's his name Ed, was it Ed Asner no it's Carl Reiner he was yeah oh he, yeah, uh, yeah 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 but yeah, he, he was he heard Don Cheadle's accent in the first movie, and then when they came back for filming, Don Cheadle like took the last like apple fucking Danish or something <laughs> from the like snack table, and then he was yeah. like, "Hey, uh, by the way, I'm gonna have an English accent in this scene." And they were like, well, "All right, you do you." <laughs> like, all right. Go for it. And he also shaved his head. He has a shaved head too, so he's like, "I'm gonna totally have staged. <laughs> I'm gonna have staged Brad Pitt and Scott." <laughs> I think nature shaved his head. <laughs> so after Saul, then you have Livingston Dell doing stand up in Louisiana in a matador outfit. Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, this what is, is the, the weirdest one out of all of them? I feel like that is the weirdest one. He's the most like socially awkward, but he's I guess trying to break out with stand up fun, but. Yeah, but matador, what is the matador why did he, outfit? Why did he take the costume route? <laughs> like, ease into you're, it, bro. You're what better are you doing? Than that, dude. <laughs> you don't need what if he just walked out? Dude. Yeah, it's like walking out with like a ventriloquist dummy when you don't know how to do it, and like, <laughs> like you're not practiced at all. What if he walked out in assless chaps with with Yen? <laughs> what are they doing? Are they like <laughs> Yen is just going up and down a stripper pole with his butt cheeks? Wow, <laughs> they were just Living playing slide is telling with jokes next to him. <laughs> slide that like yeah, the, the hand, hand slap game, game. That we played when we were in like <laughs> elementary school, <laughs> or like uh, fuck, what's another one? The first <laughs> elevator went stop. Oh my god, <laughs> they were just god. doing little fucking hand games with their ass cheeks. I'd watch that <laughs> way more than a matador costumed uh, comedian. <laughs> Dude, I fucking feel high from like I'm laughing so much and I'm not getting enough oxygen in my brain, dude. I fucking. <laughs> oh my, my God. head, my head, not just my mouth, or my face <laughs> muscles, but like the muscles above my ears hurt right now from laughing. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. So then after Livingston, Ruben's just getting his palm read in Vegas, which is hilarious because he has, like, billions of dollars, and he's, like, still going to, like, getting his palm read and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last but not least, Rusty in West Hollywood. This scene is really, like, I like, well, first of all, let's talk about how Topher Grace is just fucking up one of the hotel rooms. Like, God damn it, Topher Grace, what, are you, what is your life? Why? How are you still in the second one? I thought I was done with <laughs> no, you. Seriously. Why is uh, Rusty so, like, have in, such a soft spot so for Topher to, Grace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, he has, like, long hair and, like, that, like, chain, like, that wallet chain thing. Like, God damn it, And then Topher he's Grace. complaining about some girl and he, yeah. he trashed a hotel room over <laughs> some girl. I totally phoned in that Dennis Quaid movie. (laughs) Isn't it supposed... Aren't you supposed to, like, trash yourself? Like, don't trash your friend's hotel rooms, bro. Yeah, he looks super clean. He doesn't look like he has any, like... He hasn't abused himself at all. He's just taking it out of his hotel room. But then I like that there's a... that, That Terry Benedict calls Rusty and... And immediately Rusty's like, all right, well, I got to run away. Because, like, you saw in the first scene, like, as soon as there's trouble, he's like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And... I like that Terry is like narrating the whole time. Like, you know, I was asked to show restraint. Otherwise, you would have gone out to your favorite car amongst your 17 and uh, it would have. And then it explodes. And then he's just like, you got two weeks, bitch. Like, so cool that that he knew exactly what Rusty's favorite car was (laughs) and blew it up. Yeah, right in his face, saying like, "I got you, bitch. You're not getting away." from You think me. it's those two twins doing all this like recon and shit? Yeah, I like to think that like it wasn't a timer, right? Like, because there's no way you could have perfectly timed him being in front of the car to blow up. So I like to think that no, so they that they were be, like, around the corner. Shot. Yeah, they were around the corner with like a detonator, but it's like a cartoon detonator, so it's literally just like a gray box <laughs> with like one red button and like a single <laughs> antenna. A- Oh, I thought it was going to be like a TNT detonator from back in the day with like the big handle <laughs> like that the you plunger. push down into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. They're both just like around and the corner. And they both have to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have all four butt cheeks on it. <laughs> what the fuck? This is not a thing, dude. <laughs> this is <laughs> like a Rick and Morty uni- like multiverse where... Uh, <laughs> It's like that one where where there's like humans being chairs and then the chair sitting on yeah. humans and like but like it's like a butt cheek world. <laughs> Any butt cheek product people please sponsor us. We this is yeah, so yeah, much prime you, content. Dude, we talk about butt yeah, cheeks so much. We talked about butt cheeks way too much, so we need it we need it to pay off. <laughs> <laughs> not complaining dude butt cheeks are easily in my top like three favorite things to talk about i was literally just gonna say that not that <laughs> i don't like talking about butt cheeks because i can talk about butt cheeks all day long dude. I'll, I'll talk about t- butt cheeks till the sun goes down you know till the cows come home god damn it dude <laughs> i got butt cheeks coming out of my butt cheeks dude it's it's just a lot holy shit next scene <laughs> Uh, when the gang meets back up. Now you told me that your wife said that he called it Ocean Eleven. Now who decided that? I'm a private contractor. It was a collaboration. That moniker is insulting. Yeah, I mean, Danny, it was one job that we did together, so I don't know where this whole, like, proprietary stance comes from. Wait, it seems a little possessive. One could know? make the argument that because it was, in fact, Danny's idea, maybe No, well, hang be- on a minute. We all had our own areas of expertise. I mean, without us, it don't leave your head, mate. It just hurts. You know, because it seemed like we all agreed to call it the Benedict job. I mean, that's what we called it when we were doing it. You know? right. <laughs> if you wanted to call it something else all along, then... Wait, when you have a problem, who do you go to? 
Thanks. I like that it like the the main like point of order after Terry Benedict has just threatened all of their lives is for them to be like, you know, they have two weeks or they're going to die. And everyone's like, hold the fuck on. Who called the Ocean's Eleven? Like, <laughs> why the no. fuck is this your thing? Yeah, We got equal shares. Like, why is it not Frank C's Eleven? You know, like that fucking that's hilarious. Yeah. And true. Fuck. Yeah. Danny, dude. Did it all for Julia Roberts. I know. But but like I said last week, like Frank C has did the easiest fucking part of the job in this one too. He's immediately arrested in this one. <laughs> Frank C like doesn't really you know it's not, yeah. definitely not gonna be Frank C's eleven because he does like the he least amount of work. The, he wants like a massage parlor or something <laughs> next to his nail salon. He's just like, fuck man. I they're giving me the small parts. I gotta fight for the fucking equal part. Saul just dipping. I thought was really cool. Like him just being like, "I'm out, dude. Like I'm already so fucking yeah. old. I'm not gonna pull another job. Like I'm just gonna spend all the money that I have right now. Because if I'm gonna die in two weeks, I might as well just ball out for two whole weeks, you know." And then he says the mm-hmm. coolest line ever. But I'm saving it for favorite lines. All right. All right. Next scene that I have is Rusty, Danny, and Linus meeting with Matsui. So finally, she slams her vodka tonic down in the tray and says, Hey, maybe that's why I've been feeling so warm recently. <laughs> so the business the business hilarious scene dude my my favorite thing in any movie of all time is this scene this is my favorite scene of all time in any movie <laughs> yeah specifically because of the laugh when when Matsui's like finishing his joke at the start of the scene, and then there's like 15 seconds of just Brad Pitt and <laughs> like and George laughing. Clooney laughing, but it's like Not building, but like dying out. Yeah, like they like laugh, it dies out, and then they start laughing again, and then it dies out. Like it's so stupid it's and like so weaker like, every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so like not necessary, and I don't know why I love it so much. But that is my favorite thing of any movie of all time. And but all then, to fuck with Matt Damon too. I yeah, love it. like none of it is even real. So then they start talking in like these weird codes. I actually wrote down the dialogue because I wanted to see if we could decipher it, but then I looked it up online and it was like definitely them just fucking with Matt Damon's character, so none of this yeah. means anything. But I like that he just starts well, repeating. Well, Matt cash- Damon's does. That he just starts like repeating cashmere lyrics, and they're like, "What oh, the fuck?" Were you just saying that? <laughs> oh yeah, no, you're good though. Oh, and then when they get outside, he's like, "Cashmere, really?" <laughs> you just said that his niece. What did he say? He said his niece is a whore and a <laughs> oh, cheap yeah. one at that. <laughs> what does he say? He's like, and she has he's some like, kind of and, disease. Yeah, some disability or something. <laughs> The next thing that I have is the crew eating Chinese food and planning the East India trading highs. Covered by five independently wired surveillance cameras. Monitored five? 24 hours a day by a security company. You got five exterior cameras? Mm. This guy is a freak. Super yeah. freak. What about going through the roof? No. Two more cameras. Pressure sense. Please don't touch And there's a, a laser net over the trap door leading down. Smoke the, the freak out. Smoke yeah. yeah. the yeah. freak out. Hey! What? Do we have to use that term? What term? Freak? I mean, the National Institute of Mental Health estimates that 5.6% of adults develop agoraphobia at some point. Agoraphobia. Whatever. I'm just saying. I mean, do we... 
I, I don't think we need to be the kind of organization that labels people. I'm not an organization. What, would you call Emily Dickinson a freak? Are you hosting a teleton we don't know about? Who's Emily Dickinson? <laughs> am, I, am I the only one who feels funny about stealing from a, you know, handicapped guy? Well, I don't care. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 I feel funny about other this isn't really like a good scene or whatever, but I just like that it's home video when they're like kind of all trying to plan out how to steal the East India Trading Company like stock thing from that like uh -huh. agoraphobiac's house. There's something uh -huh. about it like everyone's kind of just floating in and out of the space, you know what I mean? And like the 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 focusing is really hazy and like the the colors are really like neon and everyone's kind of just like mm -hmm. it's just a really soup a list a really soup what the hell does that mean? A really super dope a list home video is what it feels like so that's why i really like that scene i just kind of wanted to uh, mention that one but then you also have in that scene linus being like am i the only one? like do we have to use that word talking about freak or whatever and he's like am i the only guy that feels funny about stealing from a handicapped guy and everyone's like uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i like how ruben's like are you hosting a telethon that we don't know about like everyone's like who like why are you so <laughs> But then I like that, like when they when they figure out how they're gonna steal the the thing that they want to steal, it's like that one of those Ocean's Eleven things where Danny's like, "Wait a minute," and Rusty already knows what he's talking about, and he's like, "Yep," and they have yeah. with the piggyback, and you literally hear Matt Damon go to go to Brad Pitt being like, "And they have with the piggyback? That's not real. Like that's not a real thing, right? <laughs> that's not a real thing." <laughs> And then you end the scene with Ruben like pounding on the door as Frank sees in the bathroom and Scott Conn's just like, how would you feel if you're like sitting on the toilet and someone was pounding on the door and Ruben's like, I got to sit on the toilet or else I'm going to shit on your feet. And you can see Scott Conn like break character. Like he just starts laughing. That's why it feels like just like a, a home video kind of thing. So I really mm -hmm. like that scene. And then the last one that I have <laughs> is uh, you got to include Tess going to see the egg as as Julia Roberts. Assume that you have some kind of a plan to get him out. Actually, she sounds like her. No, she needs a southern accent. Can you do a southern accent? She's from the south. What the hell is going on with you guys? No, that's not quite on. See, the accent is crucial. Explain it's the first thing people the, notice. This ridiculous car. What is it doing? Okay, okay, just, I'm sorry. All right, I'm just gonna level with you. Due to certain personnel <sighs> the, the losses that we have sustained, we're just, Various readjustments had to be made. You're gonna have to play a small role in this thing. Okay, so can you put these on? I'd like you to put this hat on. You're gonna put on that, and you're gonna stuff it with that, and we'll turn around. Just give you a little moment. Small role. Who am I supposed to be? Well. Oh. Oh, really? Well, absolutely. Um, I can have. Um, we can make the suite available. No, 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 no trouble at all. I mean, uh, we would love. We are honored that she will think of us again. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Sta arrivando Julia Roberts. Like, what a stupid hilarious twist to this movie because because leading up to it there's a couple times where they're like hey 
like have you ever realized how Tess kind of looks like and then they cut him off you can't say that never mention that or whatever and yeah you, and you're like looks like what like what are they building up to and then it pays off with Julia Roberts just playing Julia Roberts <laughs> so stupid dude and like like running into Bruce Willis this is what I mean when I'm talking about Soderberg being like I am playing with house money here this is the all-star game I'm just gonna yeah. like we're just, just all super famous shit. we're just all super famous and we're gonna like be meta about how famous we are you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. let's see if we could pull this off so that scene is really is really funny i like that Saul comes in clutch as julia's doctor uh and then the whole time bruce willis is like you fired marcy kind of clutch oh yeah super clutch i guess yeah you're right like he just out of nowhere too he's just like well no 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 no. i'm saying kind of clutch sometimes he says shit that's like um oh you mean he like didn't come clutch at all (laughs) oh sometimes pregnancies make uh (laughs) make Make him ambidextrous. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> At least he's trying to think on his feet. And then I like how when they go see the, like, when they're walking up into the museum, Matt Damon is just next to Bruce Willis going, like, when she didn't talk to you in the, uh, when, when she didn't talk to you in the restaurant, that's when I knew. And Bruce Willis is like, oh, that's when you knew, huh? And then he walks into the, the museum and one of the, like, curators or whatever is leaning into Bruce Willis and he's like, I knew that you were dead when, when she wouldn't talk to you in the, in the restaurant. And he leans over to Bruce Willis leans over to Julia Roberts and is like, everyone's so fucking smart, huh? Like how come this movie made <laughs> how come this movie made three hundred million dollars worldwide if everyone's so goddamn smart or whatever? Like just being pissed off that everyone knows. And it's clearly about six cents. Like Yeah. <laughs> how many times do you think Bruce Willis has to hear like, Oh, I knew you were dead the whole time, dude? And he's just like, Great. <laughs> probably i've i've actually thought about that before like well just not with not just with bruce willis but like different actors like yeah how often do you hear or do you think they hear like the iconic role yeah like, analysis it's like yeah i fucking played it <laughs> i know good good for you <laughs> also i wonder how many people actually like did know the twist of sixth sense like to, to how many people was it not a surprise you know I watched that shit when I was very young, so it wasn't a surprise for me. Or it was a surprise for me, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, damn, um, I'm a humble brag. Imagine. I, I watched know. it at five years old. I watched so it when I was, yeah. I, I was so like, I got the whole thing. I was already. I was already on the horn with the director. <laughs> oh, man. But that those are my uh, top five, six scenes. Did you have any other ones? No, I mean, you know, there's there's a couple, like, cool scenes, like, the Night Fox's name Falcor. Yeah, the Night Fox. <laughs> I don't know what his like. Yeah, some some shit. I, don't yeah. know. I just call him the he, Night uh, Fox in my his notes. His little dance, you know, his little fucking thing. His when they. Oh yeah, like when he's yeah. avoiding the lasers. Or and when shit. Uh, he's like walking through his house and then passes the frame and then walks backwards and turns towards the camera and then you see. Oh like, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Missing. There's just a lot of there. There are a lot of cool shots in this movie, you know. Yeah, they're not like scenes. Like there's just like a like this movie is just like a lot of like you know it's a kind of like a clinic on, <laughs> yeah. on making a gorgeous yeah. looking movie. You know, like the story might not be all the way there, but it this movie does mm-hmm. look good. You know, favorite lines. So I I know I told you that I was gonna do only five favorite lines from now on. I lengthened it to ten just because there's I couldn't <laughs> just cut down to five. So You're I'm gonna, gonna say rip, that rip them movie. off real quick. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I'm telling you, like it's oh, it's officially oh, now top ten favorite okay, lines. 10. So I'll just rip them off real quick. Let me break it down like a fraction for you. Super sick. Every time I hear that, every time I hear Frank C say that, like, let me break it down like a fraction for you. It's so cool. I want it, I want the last check that I write to bounce. Saul says that to everyone, and he like kind of does like a deuces and walks away. Sick. 
then I, I, I just included the whole, like you said, uh, Rusty talking to Matt Damon on the plane. Mm-hmm. But more specifically, like, Matt Damon is, like, really proud of himself. Like, like or, like, really happy that Rusty's like, yeah, we could definitely make this happen for you. And and Matt Damon's about to turn away and he goes, like, I was almost not going to come over here to say something. And, and Brad Pitt's still smiling. is like, oh, yeah. then I'd still be sleeping. I love yeah. that shit. That's literally <laughs> just sleeping. me. Like, huh, funny how that works. <laughs> Does it say AM? If the clock says AM, then leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I included Rusty and George Clooney laughing at Matsui. I was actually going to ask you to do your best impersonation of the laugh, but I don't uh, want to put yeah, you on the spot I'd like that. I'd have to like watch um, it or like rewatch it. Yeah, next week right, I'm going to ask right, you to right. do that laugh, all right? I don't think we need to be the kind of organization that labels people as a hilarious line because, like, now they're an organization, you know what I mean? And he's, like, trying to be, like, PC about being, like, world-renowned bank robbers and stuff like that. (laughs) I mean, heisters. (laughs) And then when they're planning everything out for the heist, Ruben goes, like, who's the guy on the $100 bill? And everyone says, like, a stupid, like, you hear Adams, you hear John Travolta, but, like, no one says the right thing. Like, shit, I forgot what he said. (laughs) You just hear him come in like super Everyone quiet. immediately says, yeah, everyone says not the right thing. It's, it's, it's hilarious. They're all just fucking around. Like, they live to just fuck with other people. Like, they're not serious <laughs> yeah. in nature at all. In real life, too, I feel like. I feel like the entire filming of this movie was Pranking. just like rich, famous people being like, let's just, just fucking fuck, fuck with each yeah. other and have the camera on. Next one that I have, you think I look 48? And Virgil goes like, uh, yeah, 52, which 52. that's coming up in fun facts. Um, and then he asks Bastard, like, do I look 50 to you? And Bastard's like, yeah, but like, only <laughs> from the neck up, you know, like, <laughs> that's rude. Um, next one that I have, when Linus is talking to Rusty about how Tess looks like someone and Te- and uh, Rusty cuts him off and is like not giving him any answers. And then he goes like, look, it's not in my nature to be mysterious, but I can't talk about it. And I can't talk about why. I know. Like, God. Oh. I want to start using that. Oh, just ooh. like when people just ask me a question God that I don't. Two thousand four, Brad Pitt, get over here. <laughs> people ask me yeah. something that I don't feel like answering. I'm just gonna be like, even if it's simple, like, uh, like, hey, get, uh, do you have Netflix? <laughs> like, it's not in my nature to be mysterious, but I can't talk about it. and I can't talk about why. What's the cooler response? That one or the uh, I don't believe in questions? Ooh. I think this one. Yeah, it has to be more this aloof. one. I think it's this one. Um, when when Linus and Scott Con and Basher are trying to think of like a second heist because their first heist gets blown up, uh, Scott Con goes like, uh, "We could try hell in a handbasket." And Linus goes like, "No, we can't chain a cat that quickly." <laughs> what is that even? What is that fucking? Now I, I want to know what that heist is. Like that's definitely a spinoff, you know. Doc Ellis' performance of the movie. I have three nominees, and then I'll open the floor for other nominees. Number one, Jer- Jared Harris. He's an actor. I don't know what his name is in this movie, but he's he's the guy that Basher's talking to in the studio with like the long hair and stuff. Oh, okay. He's a, a, in Resident Evil Apocalypse. He's in Fringe for a few episodes. Mm-hmm. He's in The Crown as King George, and then he's in Chern- Chernobyl as Valerie Legislav uh-huh. or whatever, and he's in Carnival Row. I this is I'm honest. It's honestly just a nomination because I love this actor, and I don't know when's the next time we're gonna be able to like talk about him. But he's such a good actor. Do you know who I'm talking about? Like the guy. Like no. Did you recognize him from other things? No, I didn't. Oh man, he's he's like the doctor in the wheelchair in Resident Evil Apocalypse. I don't know if you remember that, but I do not. I, he's like what's a what's his name? His name is Jared Harris. He's like this english actor he's just so fucking good and he's always like just 
anyways, he's probably not going to win it, but, you know, honorable mention oh, to Jared Harris. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, I thought, okay, never mind. I don't remember him in the studio in this fucking movie. Or I guess I didn't it's recognize It's literally it for like him. 30 seconds. Yeah, and he has like long hair that he never has, and he's just like talking to Basher, but that guy's so good. Yeah, no, he is. Um, my second nomination goes to Steven Soderbergh just because of like all the stupid shit that he tried to pull off in this movie. So this is the first time a director is being nominated. Yeah. But but like this movie, like this movie could have just been like a rinse and repeat of the first one. You know what I mean? But he was like, no, fuck that. I'm going to go even wackier. I'm going to go even like more convoluted. So I feel like he, he did kind of, you know, it didn't, uh, uh, for a lot of people it didn't work, but for me, he pulled, he pulled off a lot that he was trying to pull off. Um, and then number three, I have Bruce Willis. Uh, <laughs> like I said, just just being angry that everyone figured out the twist to Sixth Sense. Yeah. And then, like, hitting on Isabel after she arrests Tess and the rest of the gang. Like, everyone everyone gets arrested, and he's like, I knew that wasn't Julia Roberts. And then he goes, like, hey, I'm Bruce Willis. And, like, <laughs> shakes, uh, shakes Isabel's yeah. hand, and then he goes, like, do you actually have a boyfriend? Or was that just, like, you know, for the... Or whatever. Like, were you just saying that for a fact? <laughs> or whatever. Uh-huh. Just, like... God, calm down, Bruce Willis. But also, I I like that he was like, sure, I'll be in this fucking movie as Bruce Willis. Like, this is hilarious. They just hit him up like, you want to play yourself for like 10 minutes? <laughs> He's like, fuck yeah, I'll do that. In Oh, I have to fly to to Italy to do it or Amsterdam and or whatever? Play, like, okay, I guess. Yeah, and I play next to Juliet Roberts, who's playing a different character playing Julia Roberts. <laughs> Julia <Okay>. Roberts. <laughs> I guess we could also give it to Julia Roberts because like the yeah. the meta like the levels of like I'm Julia Roberts playing a character who's playing Julia Roberts but not doing that good of a job of playing Julia Roberts. Like all of these like just layers to the performance. How do you like if you're if you're a meta actor how do you even get into that <laughs> like, frame you know separate frame all mind. those what different do do? things yeah you're like all yeah. right i gotta get down playing <laughs> julia roberts playing this so i gotta get this character down then i gotta <laughs> get down these fucking... i gotta get this character down and then i gotta get this character trying to play myself so i'm really Should just trying we? to get into my own headspace right now you so know? you have to act you have to act intentionally bad but good like yeah. you have to <laughs> act well in the act of intentionally being bad <laughs> <laughs> so that's way too meta so I, and honestly that might just go to steven soderbergh for coming up with that for coming up with that right yeah. like so i was gonna so who do you think should win it because i think he it's does either bruce willis those were my yeah, two right, well I'm, no no no. i wasn't uh so mine i guess mine was just bruce willis but i i liked the uh mm-hmm. i just like the electronics guy a little bit like the guy who's like oh the guy uh, that's like the, where's the my sexy, money the sexy receptionist or whatever that's a little cliche and then yeah. the sexy receptionist <laughs> the sexy receptionist comes out. comes out yeah yeah that guy was good too but I think it has to but be no, yeah, uh, Soderbergh I, yeah definitely just for like how wacky uh, he did so congratulations on the first actor to ever win uh, or the first non actor sorry to to win the <laughs> oh wow you're really Doc Ellis performance yeah. of the you're making history here Stephen. <laughs> So, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Next category, the Heather Donahue Award for Biggest Asshole. Um, I have six. So, <laughs> oh, shit, okay. I have, I have <laughs> so Danny one Ocean. that matters. Okay, okay. Do you want me to list mine first, or do you want to do yours? I was just going to say Matt Damon. He's probably going to be the winner. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's on my list, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hit him. <laughs> so, n- number one, Danny Ocean. 
The only way that Terry was able to find them is 100% because he's going around telling everyone that he fucking robbed vaults. Like, that bank manager where he's like, you know, I was once in a bank vault while I was being robbed. Like, he's not the first person he said that to, you know? Yeah. He goes around telling everyone, like, you know, if it If I it was, was some guy in a bar, vault. I wouldn't care. But you're telling the fucking manager like of a big of ass authority, bank. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the uh, jewelry store person, clerk. Exactly. He's definitely the one who, like, gave them away, you know? Fuck yeah. Loose lips sink ships, Danny. Come on. Yeah, loose lips. Number two, sink Terry ship. Benedict. Terry Benedict is just a like a bitch, you know. Like you got got, bro, and you got all your money back from the insurance company. Like just take your L and move on, you know. But like touching Tess with his cane, just touching everyone with his he cane, really you know, he really like, had to, huh? He was like, like stop, dude. He was like, all right, we're gonna make everybody as uncomfortable as possible. Yeah, and then like grabbing Frank's foot during the massage so much <laughs> so let, that like frank now. has to be like you, yeah you can like oh my feet now bro like stop it's getting a little weird um, your hands are real <laughs> soft what if you just like massaged his feet to completion as like a alpha move like a power move like to, like, like the to he came yeah completion as in completing the mas- okay no 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 he's he had an orgasm from a foot massage pretty back and he was like he was, the foot yeah and then uh terry just looks in his eyes and goes like yeah you have I'm two that weeks. Good. <laughs> and then walks away and he's like what was this even about and then terry like turns around and he goes oh uh you guys oh, you owe me money, a whole bunch of money i forgot, I forgot. <laughs> he just got carried away with it <laughs> and then blowing up rusty's favorite car like that's a dick move too um i know but also rusty the next owning one... all those cars while he's that much in debt is kind of a <laughs> I know, dude. Seventeen cars. Yeah. You need seventeen. He's cars? on. He's on. Me? He's on this list for me, just because of that. Of like biggest asshole. Yeah, his, yeah, because he owns seventeen cars. Well, just his bad That's financial fair. decisions. That's fair too. Yeah, and his nonchalantness um, to like put the burden on the rest of the crew. Also, he's like, yeah, right, like, okay, I owe this I guess, much, so we got to steal this much. I guess now. we got to slap twenty five extra million dollars on the <laughs> on the price tag. Sorry. Oh. That's not a small amount of money. <laughs> Holy fuck. That, that is not, dude. The next nominee for the Heather Donahue Award for Biggest Asshole is Matt Damon. Obviously, you already mentioned him. Obviously. Um, for a bunch of reasons, but the the two like biggest ones, I think, are just in the beginning when he's like, like I said, don't tell my mom or my dad. Literally in my notes, I wrote, just for begging Terry not to tell his mom and dad and being just a little ugh. Just a little, yeah, like I put, Just He's just a little ugh. You he know? really like, is, ah. like... I know he has these like crazy pickpocketing skills, but did he? He couldn't have like been a little bit more like like street less uh, smart and yeah. like tough and shit in that whole process of learning all that. Like yeah, he d- he really didn't toughen up at all. Like cruising the <laughs> the the subway, stealing off of people. <laughs> what the fuck in Chicago? And you're right? still like a little fucking dweeb. I don't. Well, get this it. is what happens when your mom just gets you out of every single. <laughs> yeah <life>. right. <laughs> he's like problem that you've ever had mom we got caught um can you get me and my fucking 10 friends out of jail (laughs) jail. (laughs) next one that i have topher grace always got to nominate topher grace like we said he's trashing hotels rusty's hotel the night fox just for being fucking annoying and making things harder for no reason about topher grace though i just want to say like i don't even want he's such a little shit in this movie 
or in these uh-huh. movies that I don't even want to give him this award because I don't even want to like grace him <laughs> with any sort of like. You don't even want to for grace him. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to toe for grace him with any any trophy. <laughs> I don't God, even want to use sucks. that saying because I don't want his name to be on it. <laughs> uh, funny. So the no- the Night Fox is also getting nominated just because like like another one like really you're you're just annoying you know you're you're rich as fuck you're just stealing shit just because you want to steal shit and like Danny and his whole crew could have lived there the rest of their lives. But this fucking guy had to go to Terry Benedict and was like, I found them. He, um, you know, just you know, like snitched money, on them. Yeah, dude, he honestly, this, he, he's up there for me. He's just like a little fucking weasel. Like, he yeah, kind of looks like that too. That's the perfect like, word. He looks a little like yeah. weaselly, you know. Just yeah. Just like a little like, oh, fucking this guy again, dude. Like, you know, exactly. if you're at a party and he walks up to your group, it's like a, okay, we need to make eye contact and agree and in our eye contact to reconvene this conversation at another time (laughs) oh no i have to go to the bathroom and then like one more person goes like i'm gonna go get drinks and then he's just left there alone like you know like it's that guy exactly it's exactly what i wrote in my notes but also so (laughs) imagine every word uh also matt damon's like that too (laughs) so exactly dude (laughs) And then the last one that I have is Bruce Willis, just for asking way too many fucking questions. Like, really, Bruce Willis, you really needed to be in that hotel at that exact moment where they're trying to pretend to be Julia Roberts and then being like, ooh, what about Marcy? Or like, ooh, what about blah, blah, blah? What about this? Or I thought you were here. Well, you know, just asking way too many questions, Brad Pitt. Like, let them do their thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, Brad Pitt, Bruce Willis. But it's got to go to Matt Damon. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, definitely. There's no contest here. There's no discussion. You know what's funny? <laughs> Back in the day, I didn't. I noticed that Matt Damon wasn't like my favorite actor. Like I was definitely like consciously being like, ah, oh, this guy, whatever. Like Matt Damon, but I, I didn't like not like him. And then, yeah, you, you have like over the years, and then I corrupted been a, you for a couple of years. Yeah, like slowly turned me like. Oh, this has been a lifelong crusade of mine. Yeah, it's like a. I can't even, like, the venom infection, like, working its way through my body until I'm completely <laughs> yeah. engulfed in Matt Damon hate. I'm just fully... Listen, if there's one thing I'm good at, it's it's stirring up shit, dude. There's one <laughs> it's thing getting I'm good people at, to it's hate talking shit about Matt Damon. <laughs> you know what's funny is that there there is a Matt Damon movie that I absolutely love, and it's, like, it's like um, easy A level of just rewatchability for me. Martian? Um, that I'm really excited to do, yeah. It's The Martian, so I'm, nice. I'm excited I was just to talk about say that movie. That's, that's the outlier because that movie is dope. Yeah, as it's fuck. Li- it's literally just a movie that's only Matt Damon. So you would think <laughs> we hate it, but I love that movie. Yeah, it's really really well made. Not he's still gonna Damon. win the Doc Ellis. I mean, he's still gonna be, he's <laughs> yeah, still gonna win the Heather Donahue Award for that movie too. Yeah. But yeah, so congratulations, Matt Damon, on your first the first ever back to back Heather Donahue Award winner. Yeah, congratulations. Got to give it up. What if Matt Damon one day was like, you know what? I need to. I've been trying to listen to more podcasts. I want to listen to some (laughs) new ones. And then went on like Reddit and saw one of our fucking, saw like, uh, (laughs) what's it called? Like advertisements, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. And then uh, he listens to it. And the first one is this. And the whole fucking episode is just peppering (laughs) and shots at him. (laughs) Listen, any publicity is good publicity. So, yeah. Matt Damon, if you want to sponsor us. If, 
<laughs> we're not going to pretend we like you after that, but you know, you you don't oh, you don't really get anything out of it. <laughs> so <laughs> win win. At least we're sending people to go watch your movies because we are encouraging people to go watch Matt Damon movies and see how much he's fucking annoying. But except for the Great Wall, you don't have to go watch that. I haven't, oh. I haven't ever seen it. <laughs> Me neither. I will never see it. Oh, I thought you did. No, I have never seen that movie. Oh. I will never see that movie. Good. Okay. Can we just watch it together, like really fucking high, and just like that? We'll pick it. We'll apart. do that on the. Uh, we'll do that on the live episode, like when we start going <laughs> right. on tour and stuff for yeah, yeah, for yeah. this we'll podcast. We'll just watch the Great Wall, and <laughs> it'll be a meme. Yeah, <laughs> it'll just be a, a worldwide tour, but we just watch the Great Wall in every venue yeah. with, with people, and everybody in the audience has like like posters and shit with different matt damon jokes and burns on them exactly tomato so they could throw it at the screen whenever he's on screen yeah like matt damon um, with his face cut in quarters but like a little off so that it's it looks really fucked up you know like stitched back <laughs> together but like so his eyes are like a little too close and like different <laughs> elevations on his face anyways yeah like a fully functioning guillotine with like a matt damon like piñata that's like no i'm just kidding with like a actual matt damon like the person there and you know and then we put him in there and then we tell him if you don't sponsor us you're gonna die today (laughs) we're gonna kill you and it's just that every it's just that every show (laughs) we take we just take matt damon hostage and we take him on a worldwide tour with us and every every night we threaten to kill him yeah we just get him like like a number 43 from jersey mike's as payment every night you know you and your fucking number 43 from Jersey Mike. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> oh my god, we need a t-shirt that just says number 43 from Jersey Mike's. No, I'm not going to lie. There's a there's a podcast where that's a, a reference sometimes, but when oh, I first okay, heard yeah. it, I was like, what? Because that's like my favorite, <laughs> and I have made references like that without like hearing that podcast ever before. Yeah. So I kind of just Fuck. took it on as... Also, my own like I'm 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 a shared creative in that joke, you know. <laughs> exactly. So, thanks, guys. Next category, the that was kind of hot award. Again, I have seven nominees. Just a horny bastard watching. Damn, this movie, for I real. Guess. There's not even okay <laughs> seven. So so Brad Pitt's shaved head. I'm sorry, he looks so good yeah. in this fucking movie with the shaved head. He does. Um. Yen in his hat and bandana while Basher is trying to find a line of sight to the house. So mm-hmm. they're like on a roof and Yen is kind of just sitting there in like his like really cool outfit. He looks really good in it. Catherine Zeta-Jones, her list is so long of things. Like So I wrote down Catherine Zeta-Jones and every time she did something that was hot, I wrote it down like under her like little name. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately piecing together the whole heist when they, when she's in Amsterdam, like she just sees a little bit of the wall is like chipped, yeah, and is immediately like, oh shit, they cross bolted in here, and then the Night Fox fucking stole their shit, you know, like just immediately mm-hmm. pieces it together. Her haircut is so good in this movie. She looks so good with like a short little like bob, you know. Yeah, I know you like that. Being a security technology whiz, like when she's looking at the eye that at the in the house, and she like looks at the. The security system, she's like, oh, he has, like, a double-back, uh, three-way <laughs> closed feedback, but it, whatever, whatever the fuck. Just, like, saying random yeah. words, but she knows what it is. Immediately breaking Matsui in the interrogation room, where she just, like, whispers one thing in his ear. I want to know what, like, he, what she said. Me too. Like, what could she have possibly said? <laughs> 
flexing to Rusty how she caught Frank C when like she's talking to Rusty and she's like, oh, by the way, Frank C is in jail and it was very, very easy for me to find him. So you guys are fucked. Stealing Rusty's phone from from the room when she's talking to him. Forging a signature. Gotta love people who break the rules. When people break the rules, it's so hot. You know what I mean? Especially if you're like already super hot, like Catherine Zeta Jones is, mm-hmm. and then you break the rules and forge a signature. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much all I had for her. But then I also wanted to say she really takes dating. You know how they always say like like women date their fathers, basically. Yeah. She really takes that to a whole nother to level, like da- dating level. a master thief. Like, oh, the, my dad's a master thief. I just like the rival master thief. Like people <laughs> say that. You know, or he said that he's better than uh, that. Dan yeah. is better than Lamarck, or, or no, not Lamarck, but, um, the Night Fox. Like, he's how does that even happen? Like, that she like so just happens to fall in yeah. love with like the next Lamarck. You know, yeah, her dad is the authority on master thieves, and <laughs> she just happens to be dating, like going after like one of the ones that he calls like better than uh, the Night yeah. Fox. Uh, the next one that I have is. The Night Fox, that actor, like he he is kind of a little more of like a an acquired taste, but mm-hmm. Vincent Cassell, that guy who plays him, like there's just something about him where he's he's kind of gives off like BDE, you know, like he's total daddy energy. Oh yeah, like, yeah, is that yeah. Weird to say, like no, he just not at like all. he's just it, like you know what I mean. Like yeah, he's fucking confident. He's like tall and rich and fit. Like the the confidence in in him is like just so, nonchalant. Like, high, yeah, know? just nonchalant about life because he knows he's like killing it. Just yeah, just stealing whatever the fuck he wants to. Like it's it's he's so just good. Doing shit because um, he's bored. He's like a Dutch or exactly. whatever, but he's just like you know what? Fuck it. This shit is boring as fuck. I'm already rich, but let's get richer. <laughs> and then finally. Danny and Tess going to the Night Fox to collect their money and like just chilling in his like little on his like little outdoor couch, <laughs> just being all yeah. in love and stuff and being like, that's that's great, Night Fox, but please give us our money because <laughs> we played you like a goddamn fiddle, you know? Yeah. But I did you have any anyone else? Because I already know who I want to give it to. Um, no, not really. I think I I think we have the same idea here. So uh, who just... who do you, who do you want to give it to? I mean, Catherine Zeta Jones. She is absolute. She is so stunning in this movie. Like, I don't right? understand Are how we... you could give it to anybody else. Okay, yes. Yeah, cool. I was like, "Fuck, dude, I gotta answer this right." But yeah, that's definitely mine. I just don't want to sound like a fucking weirdo, being like, "Like, oh yeah, the only like one of the only women in the fucking movies getting the fucking you know this award." <laughs> She's but. so fucking hot, and that's the only thing that she contributed. No, she's yeah. like a good actress, and like she's really I wanna, good. Because I've I've been giving it ironically to the dudes, but just because. It's yeah, no, she funny. might be like the first woman. And, well, actually, not unironically. Uh, to, to Chris Hemsworth. Got, yeah, Chris Hemsworth got that shit unironically. So. No, hmm. yeah, hundred percent. But she might be the the first woman to to win it. Good but, shit. Like, Catherine was... Jones, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Congratulations on being hot. <laughs> How stupid <laughs> does that sound? Um, but I was watching this movie last night. <laughs> All right. That's another reason why I kind of, like, don't really like to, like, nominate like the women for this role because it's just like who wants to hear about two dudes being like she's so that's fucking why hot, let me validate let I me validate her by <laughs> by like giving her this award oh yeah Catherine zeta jones needs our uh validation <laughs> to know she's hot <laughs> 
But I was watching this movie last night, and I was like, my dad used to have the like the fattest crush on Catherine Zeta Jones like during this time. So did mine. Um, and I was like, I was like too young to like really like get it. But yesterday I was watching the movie, and I was like, oh my god, she's gorgeous, dude. Yeah, hell yes, she's fine. There, I can't remember the fucking movie, but the one where she's like dancing around the lasers, and she's like a spy, and she's like, it's Zorro. Yeah, dude, right, Zorro. Um. It's the terminal with. Um, have you ever seen that movie, The Terminal with Tom Hanks, where he's like, "Oh, I know what you're talking about." Stuck though. in an airport. <laughs> yeah, she's dancing around la- lasers in that movie. <laughs> she's just doing capoeira <laughs> around the lasers. No, but yeah, definitely, she's she's one of those ones like Julia Roberts. I think we talked about last week where my parents, yeah, were like all into her and shit. All right, guys, that's going to be it for us this week. Unfortunately, we had a couple of technical difficulties towards the end of the recording. We had to cut out the last three categories. It was front page Google, spinoffs, and the newly minted Bucky Buchanan Award for most Saratoga. You guys didn't really miss too much with that category. It's essentially just how would we fit into the story slash what would we want to, but we changed the rules up a little bit. Both of us are only allowed to bring one spinoff pitch for ourselves, and we're only allowed to pitch one. And then after we both pitch our idea, we would vote on whose is the funniest, whoever had the funnier, how would we want to fit into the story slash would we want to, would win the Bucky Buchanan Award for most Saratoga. Um, I definitely won. Uh, you could take my word for it that you don't have to, you know, ask Jacob about it at all. I definitely won. It was a, it was by a landslide. Um, I am definitely not cutting out these categories just because I lost and I'm bitter about it. I would never do that. But yeah, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We had a lot of fun recording it. And tune in next week when we finish out the Oceans Trilogy with Oceans 13. In the meantime, you guys could always catch us on Twitter at the Crossfade Pod. Or if you had any comments, questions, suggestions, movie suggestions, anything you wanted to shout out on the pod, you could always hit us up at our email, thecrossfadepodcastjs at gmail.com. Other than that, you know, stay safe, wear your mask, listen to guidelines, take care of each other. We'll see you guys next week. I cannot wait until we have like a fanatic that's like giving us death threats and stuff like that, like trying to break into our house and shit. That's gonna be so fun. Uh.